Hello, hello. Good morning, everyone. Hopefully you're all well. Hey, good morning, Alison. Good to see you. Hey, let us know if uh, if you can hear me okay. I know there's a bit of music in the background here. I'm staying in Melbourne, as a few of you guys might know. Pretty cool hotel. No, Ovalo. I don't know if anyone stayed at uh, Ovalo. Ovalo? Ovalo? Anyway, good hotel. <laughs> uh, let me know if the audio is okay. Yeah, sweet as. Thanks, Jeff. Hey, good morning. Good to see you, mate. Bit of a shout out to. Uh, Got to wear my glasses these days. <laughs> hey, Nick. Good to see you, mate. Sarif, uh, Allison, Daniel, Riles. Good to see you, team. Hey, uh, good to hang out with a few of you guys last night at uh, mentoring. Uh, hopefully, uh, you found that interesting. I always like it when Marcus comes on. Always puts it in a bit of perspective for you know some of the wealth we're uh, we're creating, some of the things that we need to uh, really and really sort of get in our mind about uh, our health and our future as well. But um, hopefully you guys enjoyed it like I did last night. But hey, listen, today I thought we'd talk about a few bits and pieces that I learned over the weekend not so long ago. Um, hey, morning, Daniel. Good morning to you, mate. Bit of a shout out to you. Who else we got there, Jeff? Morning, mate. Heading up to Cairns. Oh, you're in Cairns. Heading home, all right. Uh, for those who uh, are new to the show, Jason is my name. Uh, maybe you're wandering by. Maybe you've uh, you've uh, seen the headline. Maybe uh, someone said, hey, come and have a look. Maybe um, it's popped up on your feed. Uh, good morning to you. Wealth Coffee Chats uh, has been going for about three years now. Each morning, Monday to Friday, get together with some pretty interesting investors just like you pretty passionate people about re real estate investing and uh, talk about what's going on in the marketplace yeah, what's going on in the news what's going on with strategy ideas motivation whatever that might be so welcome along if you're new give us a shout out in the chat say hello let us know where you're from i've been investing over 20 years and uh, coaching property investors over 18. done over 100 property deals personally myself Done over 10,000 deals with our customers across Australia and New Zealand and along the way. Learned a few things, folks. Uh, so, you know, each morning, share a little bit of uh, the experience uh, of myself and an aggregated collection of many property investors around Australia. So, welcome along. If you've got any questions, whack them in the chat. Um, good to see you there, Sean. But today, I thought we might talk about a few things when it comes to the world of interest rates. Unless you've been living under a rock. Hey, morning, Ewan. How are you, mate? Um, unless you've been living under a rock, interest rates are going up, right? Um, and um, for many owner-occupiers, that's a concern. Obviously, if uh, if you have a, a cost, an expense in your life, uh, which is your mortgage, it's usually the biggest expense in your life, uh, and that goes up, then, you know, that's a reason for some concern or trepidation or, or issues or worries. Um, but for most property investors, that shouldn't be a worry. Uh, that shouldn't be a worry because there's two things that actually increase when interest rates go up uh, for property investors. And folks, in the chat, tell me right now, what are the two things that actually increase directly um, when interest rates go up? And sometimes there's a little lag on one of them, but there's an immediate increase in this one the moment interest rates go up. Interest rates go up, 
what other things put in the chat for me right now there are two things that always have always forever and a day as far as i can remember anyway gone up when interest rates have gone up put that in the chat for me right now does anyone know what they are two things there's three dimensions to real estate um well there's three wealth creation pieces of real estate but there's two things that will increase when interest rates go up for you um it helps us hedge inflation like you know oh boom who is that deductions and rent who's on that <laughs> boom pip yeah your rent plus deductions uh let us know who that was you're probably in one of the facebook groups um sometimes we don't know who that is but absolutely nailed it straight off the bat this morning you've probably had a few coffees listen folks interest rates go up you as a property investor your rents go up and by default the cost of your money goes up and you actually get more tax deductions ladies and gents as property investors we are absolutely much better off to navigate any increases in interest rates uh as in, in comparison to owner occupiers and um right out there i don't know if you guys have been uh, out there looking in the, in the market, the rental market right now. Um, I, I have heard so many stories. We manage 1,000 properties. We manage 1,000 properties, um, about 500 in Brisbane, 500 in Melbourne. Ladies and gents, the average rental increase in, in Brisbane is ludicrous, like over $100. Some of them have been $200. Um, and that's not going to stop anytime soon. Um, so right now, if you're sitting there and you're concerned as a property investor going, oh, interest rates are going up, you're not thinking straight. You're not thinking straight because I can tell you right now, it's fantastic to see the pressure come back on rents to go up because rents have not, um, in reality, gone up very much, if at all, over the last eight, nine years for property investors because what's gone down? What's gone down for a decade and taken the pressure off putting rents up, folks? Put that in the chat for me right now. What's gone down for a decade? For most of us, many of us on this call this morning and many of us in recent memory have only borrowed money as interest rates have gone where? They've gone down. For a whole decade, interest rates have gone down, not up. Okay. So, yeah, interest rates gone down. So interest rates going down, your cost going down in real terms did not have any pressure and the cash rate, yep, did not have any pressure on passing on uh, large, if at all, in, uh, rent increases to, um, to people uh, renting your properties. So, you know, let's have a bit of a look at what's going on out there um, as property investors right now. Hmm. Let me see if I can. Just going to do a bit of an adjustment here, team. Just wait a moment. I think uh, that one. There we go. I need to uh, need to adjust this so I can see it. For some reason that's. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Good on the other side. Adjusted all that this morning and then there we go. There we go. All right. Can you see that? Yep. All right. Good. I thought I'd lock that in this morning, but I hadn't. Um, so, hey, listen. One thing that, um, one thing 
that uh, is really interesting, folks. If you are if you're out there doing some research on the weekend, I had a uh, an opportunity to hang out with um, someone very clever, a, a very interesting economist over the weekend, and um, he uh, he chucked up some pretty interesting stats. Right now, Australians have never been wealthier. So if you're worried about, oh, okay, you know, well, well, uh, you know, interest rates have gone up, you know, and everyone's got to run for the hills, and and property prices and the economy is going to collapse. There's no evidence. There's zero. There's zero evidence for that out there right now, ladies and gents. And this is the sort of stuff that is really interesting, really important for you and me as professional investors, because you know, if you want to be wealthy, tell me right now in the chat, folks. If you want to be wealthy, how do wealthy people behave? when there's information that comes to light? Like, do they, do they um, sit around and gossip at a barbecue and, and, and talk about in, in terms of they, oh, they've done this and they've done that? Do, do wealthy people do that? Do wealthy people go, oh, I tried that once. Uh, it doesn't work. Um, do wealthy people, um, you know, sell everything and run for the hills? I don't know. Like, you know, those who want to achieve some financial wealth, some financial stability through property investing. Many of you guys on this call today, what sort of behavior when things change or there is different things going on in the marketplace, do you think that's gonna help you not only create that wealth, but keep it, right? Tell me in the chat right now, what sort of behavior do you think you need to have right now as a property investor? Um, to make the most of your trajectory for your property portfolio? Do you need to sell and run and hide in the corner? Do you need to focus on your strategy and continue your acquisition? For me, my encouragement to you right now as a property investor is continue to do the action, continue to do the acquisition of your real estate because right now, the only evidence in the marketplace right now, economically, is Australians are richer than they've ever been in Australian history per average, on average. That's the, that's the actual facts right now. That's the facts. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. You're looking for the right time to buy. Um, and, and, that's, and that's a good thing. Just keep plodding along. Absolutely. Has anyone heard the story about... Um, Shackleton and uh, I've had a mental blank now. Uh, tell me that it was the race to the north, uh, the South Pole. Can can anyone tell me the two people? It was Shackleton and um, I'll tell the story. If if someone remembers, chuck it in the chat for me. The two parties, Shackleton. So there's two parties racing to the North Pole. All right, um, and um, this was many years ago, and. Um, one party lands in uh, lands in it's, it was the South Pole. Sorry, team. One party lands there. Goes all right. Well, it's good weather today. Good weather today. Let's go and and they go forty miles or forty kilometers. Um, and the next day, it's bad weather. So they so they sit around and do nothing. A couple of days of bad weather. Then there's good weather and then they go another forty miles and then. 
um, the next uh, the next week bad weather, so they sit there and do nothing. Um, Admonson, that's right. Yep, yep. It's Shackleton and Admonson. Um, yeah, there you go. And so then the other party says, "No, this is how we're going to get to the the South Pole, folks. Every day we're going to do twenty miles." 20 miles, whether it's good weather, whether it's bad weather. So every day they got up and they did 20 miles. Some days it was pleasant and they finished by lunchtime. Some days it was so hard that they weren't finished until one or two o'clock in the morning. Every day they did 20 miles. So it's called the 20 mile march. That's what investing's like, folks. Those, those guys who did the 20 mile march made it to the South Pole safely and made it back. Those guys who only went out on a on the days the weather was good and, and hunkered down when the weather was bad actually, bit of a terrific story, actually died. And that's kind of like the the well it is, it's absolutely bloody like investing. If you're only a good time Charlie, when you're out, out and about when the weather's good, you, you you're gonna actually not be not be successful as a property investor. Anyway, got a bit distracted there. <laughs> but listen. Australians are wealthier than they've ever been, ever been. Um, and it's good to have a little look at what's going on. What do you guys think happened? Because um, um, I like the idea of having a look at a bit of history. Um, what do you think that happened um, last time interest rates um, um, started to rise? Well, here's what happened. And this is the history. This is the, the reality. Let's say in um, August 19. Uh, 1994, um, one year after the, the interest rate rise, two years after the interest rate rise, five years after the interest rate rise. This is interesting. Okay, let's have a look in, um, in 1999. One year, two years, five years. Let's look in, in March or in May. One year, two years, five years. Let's look in um, 2009, one year, two years, five years. By and large, the values of real estate went up. How does that make any sense, folks, right? Um, and then the house prices after the last interest rate rise. So this was um, um, when they started to rise. Sometimes people like, oh, okay, um, I better get in before the interest rates go too far, right? This is kind of like the things are starting to rise. Uh, a bit of a last shot in the tail, bit of a run, whatever it might be. And this is after the rises had finished, right? So you would expect in some circumstances, there are some settling down in a marketplace, okay? But check out the majority between two and five years later, interest rate rises led to not didn't lead to but between two and five years later capital growth resumed in real estate prices real estate prices so tell me right now you see that that's that's the history that's the evidence we've seen we see right now in the marketplace we've got two things going on aussies have never been wealthier in Australian history and the other four times of recent history since 1994 when interest rates went up within two to five years 
property prices resume at between 20 and 70% capital growth. Come on, folks. There's no evidence out there to show this 30% collapse. That sort of stuff by the media is absolute lunacy. Uh, and you need to learn not to listen to that rubbish. It's complete and absolute bullshit. That's what these Wealth Coffee Chats each morning are all about. So right now, tell me, folks, uh, and someone said, hey, they're looking for their first investment. Thanks for, for letting, me, letting us know. If you're looking for your first investment and trying to you know, pick the right time to buy, I would say there's probably never a right time to buy when it comes to being perfect. Uh, the right time to buy is when you are financially able because if you aggregate that over, let's say, a, a 10 to 15-year buying cycle, it won't matter in reality, but certainly um, look for a bargain, that's for sure. So tell me right now, folks, is there any other evidence out there that you can see and back it up with data and facts that's going to that's showing the property market's going to collapse? No, fucking rubbish. Oh, excuse the French, that's a bit of a slip. <laughs> it's rubbish. There might be some slowdowns. Yep, dead right, Alison. There might be some slowdowns in sentiment and confidence. There might be some waiting just to see what I can borrow. All of those things are very practical and very normal, and that will happen. But the market collapsing, there's zero evidence of that. Matter of fact, there's more evidence. There is more evidence and facts supporting capital growth resuming within two to three years because of all the pressures in the marketplace, massive pressures. And you guys know we've talked about a few of these. Massive, insane. So when the interest rates get done and everyone sort of realises the world hasn't ended, it'll be on like Donkey Kong, okay? Um, yeah, absolutely. There is certainly room for a bit of negotiation. And certainly right now, there's room for that negotiation. There's not a lot of stock on the market. It's the lowest amount of stock on the market uh, in the last 20 years, folks, all right? Um, so, you know, but um, get out there, trade on the, um, the, 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 the marketplace that doesn't understand that there's not a disaster coming. They might be running for the hills. You can get a bargain. No problem with that at all, at all. Get a sharp price. All right, team, that's me, done and dusted, Wealth Coffee Chat this morning. Thanks for hanging out. Hopefully that's useful. I always like to grab, you know, good info and, and proper data and, and sort of just, you know, recheck in on our rationale as investors. Are we, are we on target? Have we, have we talked ourselves into something that we shouldn't have? Or are we ignoring something that's obvious? Um, and, um, yeah. Um, Right now, I, I, I'm, I'm very confident and comfortable that the world's not going to end. It's probably a great time to nick a bargain because a few people think that. Um, and keep going. You are a long-term investor. You're not a good time, Charlie. You're building wealth for your future, and that does not happen overnight, folks. We've got a couple of sayings around here, just so you know. If you're new, there's two really important things to understand about property investing. It's a marathon, not a sprint. It's about going the distance 
time is the best investor you'll ever meet. Just remember that. And the other one is buy well and never sell. Don't buy something you're not happy to own for the next 20 to 30 years. And if you do and you sell it and you make a loss, that's your fault. Don't buy something that you're going to sell ever. There you go, folks. That's it. Done and dusted. Last coffee chat. You guys be awesome. Be well. See you guys tomorrow. Round about the same time. 8.10. Hardik. Good to see you, mate. All right. Adios, team. Bye-bye.